let's just start by, um, you know, talking about the Forum for uh, Journalists for Transformation. What is the forum about and who does it actually represent? Look, um, as the FJT, we represent all working journalists and other media practitioners in this country who are interested in fighting for the rights of a journalist, who are interested in uh, uh, fighting discrimination, media inequality, exploitation, and an institutionalized culture of racism in the, in, 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 in the, in the industry, especially the exploitation of black journalists. So we represent those kinds of people, and our interest is to ensure that there is fairness, uh, there is an end to this culture of discriminating against black journalists in particular, and, 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 and in general, journalists who are not willing to toe the line and defend the socioeconomic and political interests of media bosses and their cronies. And and how does that this then differ from SANEF, the South African National Editors Forum, and then and what they do? No, SANEF uh, is um, a, a body of editors. They represent editors and the interests of editors. We represent the interests of agents of transformation and people who are interested in fighting the status quo, who want to see uh, a fair media fraternity in this country and who are willing to ensure that there's, in, there's equality, there's no editorial interference, and, and that the playing field is leveled, and that black journalists are treated with dignity. Uh, they are paid uh, what they sell is that they are due in terms of their experience, and that the culture and the systematic uh, culture in this newsroom is changed to ensure that it reflects uh, the, the, the 21st century that we are in as, as, as a country, and that we were not made to feel like we are in 1948 as black journalists. So um, coming to the story of uh, Steve Mutale and The Citizen. Uh, now, Pete, we have invited Steve Mutale to come onto the show to share with us, you know, the reasons um, behind his suspension and now his dismissal. But he declined and uh, said he couldn't divulge much, but that we should speak to uh, the Forum for the Journalists for Transformation uh, because you would be able to inform us about what is going on. So according to what you know, what was Steve Mutale's transgression? Look, um, it's, it's true because we've been in touch with uh, Stephen Mutale from the, the, the first day when he was suspended last month until today. The, the reality of the matter, as we understand the story there, is that the, the Citizen newspaper suspended him uh, after he published a series on former finance minister Trevor Manuel, especially uh, regarding allegations that... Um, uh, Trevor Manuel had irregularly awarded contracts at SARS uh, for modernization worth around 100 million rent without putting them out to tender, and that uh, the, the contract had been awarded to a hand-picked company, and that the contract has since ballooned to about a billion rent and is now uh, running on a month-to-month basis. After that story was published, uh, as we understand, uh, citizens were not happy. They um, implied that Stephen Mudale had a personal vendetta against uh, Trevor Manuel. Uh, they then offered him a so-called golden handshake to live quietly on condition he agreed to be gagged. He declined that uh, golden handshake, and then that's when they suspended him pending the outcome of a so-called hearing. That hearing was supposed to take place uh, sometime this week, and he had until 1 o'clock yesterday to uh, give them reasons why the hearing um, I shouldn't continue. 
he went back to them, uh, his lawyers wrote, them, uh, wrote back to them and said they were willing to um, be subjected to a hearing and then it was up to a citizen to give them uh, a venue and a date. By around 5 o'clock yesterday, uh, um, uh, a, a day before yesterday, which was four hours after the deadline, they sent him a letter saying his services had been terminated with immediate effect and that they wanted nothing to do with him. So as the FJT will view that um, uh, as part of a systematic onslaught against black journalists by the system and by the media industry in general, because what they are saying is that as a black editor, Stephen Mutari doesn't deserve to be subjected to any due process in terms of the Labor Relations Act. And then it's part of uh, uh, an attack, an assault on black journalists, which is uh, 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 you know part of the perpetuation of this anti-black culture uh, and a culture of discrimination, nepotism, uh, exploitation, and um, inequality in the media industry. So we view, we view this thing as, as in that context because it's not an isolated thing. And and how they are treating Stephen Mutal is not different from what other media houses like uh, your NASPER, your Times Media Group, your Prime Media are treating black journalists there. At Kexton, the situation is worse because black journalists there are earning about uh, uh, um, uh, three times less than their white counterparts. Stephen Mudale was presiding over a lily white newsroom where he was the only black editor amongst a team of um, uh, 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 amongst, amongst about 13 white editors. So you can see that they are not interested in, in, in defending or promoting or championing uh, uh, editorial independence. And one of the things which um, makes us very much worried is that uh, your, your lobby groups in the media sector, uh, people like your South African National Editors Forum, their, uh, the Right to Know, the Freedom of Expression Institute, have all abandoned Stephen Mutale for very dubious reasons. And, and from where we are sitting, they've abandoned him for racist and ideological reasons. Mm-hmm. Stephen Mutale doesn't think like them, and, and, and they believe because he's black, they shouldn't be uh, uh, supporting him. And when you contrast that, with how they supported uh, Alida Desnoy when she was suspended by Cape Times in 2013. Sanef even went as far as to give uh, Alida an award for alleged bravery. But today they are quiet because David Mutale is not their drinking mate. He doesn't think like them. He, 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 he has refused to be a compliant black editor. Mr. Ambedia, I don't know about that, but uh, what I do know is that uh, the forum has uh, come out in support of Stephen Motale, and together with the Communication Workers Union, you did march to the offices of Caxton, which owns the citizen. How were you received, and were you able to get any further in addressing this particular matter? Look, we, we did march there, and then we did hand over a memorandum, but, but we didn't really expect much from them because, uh, you know, the management of, 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 of uh, Caxton, uh, you know, Eureka and, and Terry Mullman, they, they don't respect black people. They don't respect black editors. And so even when we went there, you could see that, uh, you know, it was just a formality for them. They were not willing to engage. And, and after handing over a memorandum, they said they would come back to us. But we knew even when we went there that uh, Steve's fate had been sealed. Uh, uh, it was just a matter of time before they announced his uh, dismissal. But but we are glad that Stephen Mutal is taking this matter to the Labour Court. We are busy uh, negotiating with other people. We are, we are, we are, we are, we are putting together a, a crowdfunding of some sort to help him with legal costs. 
because the labor court is very much difficult, I mean, very much expensive. So we're going to mobilize uh, all the lawyers that we know to help him. We're going to put out, um, put up a trust fund to help him raise funds to defend himself, because if we don't help him today, Tomorrow it will be another Sakina Kamwendo who would be treated like disposable nappy, a disposable nappy of uh, these media bosses. So we think if we defend him today, we'll go a long way in defending black journalism and also ensuring that the rights and dignity of black journalists are, 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 are respected because black journalists and, okay. and black professionals in, in general must be treated fairly by the media. They must not be trivialized. And, and, and be targeted in, in the so-called corruption investigation. Well, Mr. Peter Ampedi, thank you so much. I smell a forum in all of this at some point down the line. But thanks for your time this morning, President of the Forum for Journalists for Transformation.